Well, good morning. Happy Friday to you. You made it. It is Friday. Praise the Lord. Hey, still got to get through the work week or work day, but you made it to Friday. Hope you've been blessed. I've been getting uh, some really good feedback from you saying, hey, Mac, I listen to these before I go to work and it's encouraging me. And that is the intent is to encourage you as you get ready to face your day. And so you didn't get a chance to listen to yesterday please make sure you listen to justification it is just a blessing to think how god uh, declares us righteous and so uh, today is encouragement number eight and we're going to look at a very quick small book it is actually right after the book of titus and it is right before the book of hebrew it's none other than philemon and so it's a very powerful book on encouragement and just a really just a couple paragraphs, uh, really sharp, but it's so impactful. And I want to give you the context of this. So Philemon is a leader and he has slaves. It's very common for leaders to have slaves in the first century. And he has a slave by the name of Onesimus. Paul is in prison. And the Bible doesn't tell us what occurred between Onesimus and Philemon. We just know that there was some wrongdoing where uh, there's speculations that Onesimus may have taken some property or taken some from uh, Philemon. And we just know it was a wrongdoing. And so it was such a wrongdoing that Onesimus fled. A slave actually fled. And he actually found refuge in Paul, who was in prison. And while he was in prison, he was ministering to Paul, just doing him good. And um, don't know if this Onesimus was saved at the time, but we know he was saved uh, doing this letter because Paul kind of brings it out. And I want to cover a couple things as you approach this eighth episode on encouragement. I want to start with verse 10. Paul writes to Philemon and he says, he said, I appeal to you for my son, Onesimus. I'm basically, basically, I'm appealing on his behalf. I'm writing this letter on his behalf. He said he has become my son, which is why um, I feel like he, he got saved. And he, he's going to actually expound on that in just a second. So he said, I, um, he has become my son while I was in chain. He was formerly useless to you, but now he has become useful both to you and me. Verse 12 says, I'm sending him back. He's my very heart. I'm sending him back to you. He said, for I would like to have kept him here uh, that he could take care of my needs and help me while I was in chain. He said, but I know pretty much that um, he would be useful for you. And without your consent, I didn't want to do that. And so Paul is now about to tell him, now that I'm sending him back, Philemon, I need you to do something. And it's verse, verse 16. He says, do not treat him basically no longer as a slave, but better than a slave and a dear brother. He is very dear to me, but even dearer to you, both as a fellow man and a brother in the Lord. So we know Onesimus got saved, but notice what he is saying and he's appealing to Philemon on. Paul is appealing to Philemon on. I'm sending him back to you and I can just imagine maybe the conversation that Onesimus and Paul was having, like, I don't want to go back. I don't know what he's thinking. I did wrong to him. And Paul is encouraging him, like, no, 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 trust me. I got your back on this. I'm going to write a letter uh, and I'm going to appeal to him on 
on uh, your behalf. He is telling him, don't treat him as a slave. And I, I want to try to unpack this a little bit because this is like not just changing his whole status. This is really like forgetting what he's done, whatever the wrongdoing is. And I think that's so important that we should be doing the same thing that Paul does to encourage people to you know, charge it to me. And I'm going sh- to show you this in text in just a second. But if you think about what Paul said, when you welcome him back, don't treat him as a slave. Paul is saying that because uh, a runaway slave could have been uh, put to death or beaten or even uh, a lot of other things. He could have been uh, done, whatever the master uh, decided. And he's saying, I know he ran away. I know he did you wrong, but I want you to treat him as a fellow brother in Christ. That is just, that is amazing to me. Now, notice what Paul is going to do in verse 17. He's going to go a little bit further. He's, and he says this. So if you consider me a partner, talking to Philemon, Philemon he said, welcome him back as you would welcome me. <laughs> he said, if he has done you any wrong or owes you anything, charge it to me I, I can stop right there charge it to me and here's the question i would ask us as we think about encouragement yes there's think we're all human we're imperfect people and i'm talking about the body of christ in inside the body of christ there are sometimes where people just do you wrong and sometimes we know about it right when do we become like paul and go to the person that's been wrong to say guess what charge this to me i know they did you wrong but this is a brother this is a a sister in christ charge it to me bring them back into the fold that's what the christian community should always be about and if you think about this in a nutshell what god has done for us he's done the same thing it was jesus appealing to god the father on our behalf jesus um i can just hear his appeal uh or can hear maybe God saying, no, I don't want them back. They did me wrong. They lied. They, they stole. They did this. They did that. And Jesus is saying, Father, charge it to me. Treat them as you would do me. And he made things right. And I think that's our responsibility as believers in Christ is to encourage people to forgive. And this is all about forgiveness. Just forgive people so i don't know what you're dealing with this morning i don't know if anybody who has uh, wronged you i don't know if you're holding a grudge or alt against someone uh, based on something they've done um i'm not going to pour water on anything that they've done like try to diminish it because hurt is whatever if the hurt hurt is real but what i want to appeal to more important than the hurt is the forgiveness piece and i believe when you think about what god has done for us it's easy to forgive and i'm thankful that paul took it upon himself to write this letter uh, back to someone who's been wrong to say hey charge it to my account so i pray that you be blessed as you uh, think about this reflect on it think about family members that maybe you're not talking to or people you know that have something going on it's not our responsibility to stay on the sidelines Paul could have stayed on the sideline and not did anything, not even wrote this, uh, wrote this letter. So I would encourage us, let's not be on the sidelines when we see hurt, especially if folks that tell us different things. Find a way to encourage them and point them back either to this book 
or point them to what um, Christ has done for us as he appealed to God the Father on our behalf. And not just one time, the Bible says that he is still making intercessions for us. Book of Romans. All right. So you guys be blessed. Have a wonderful week. Uh, wonderful rest of the week. I'm actually meeting with uh, Ricky Kidd later today. Uh, we're going to do part two of the podcast of his testimony. So if you didn't get a chance to listen to uh, uh, part one, please do that. And part two will be coming your way later today. Take care. Thank you.